This is Intersect, where God's Word meets your world. In God's economy, there's no earning of any grace. Otherwise, it wouldn't be called grace, amen? It is a gift, and so we have to begin to think, okay, a gift is something I simply receive because it's already been paid for. Now, I believe our culture generally pushes against this. Even though I think they know that it's a, it sounds good, I don't think they really like it or want it, so they push against it. Case in point, in the third season of NBC's show, The Good Place, there's an episode where the main character, his name's Michael, is played by Ted Danson. And so his job throughout the show is to kind of track or help people tally or kind of be the, the uh, overseer of all those who are trying to earn their way to the good place. In this show, the good place is a synonym for heaven. And the show has no context for any kind of gift. Everything's about earning. But in this episode in season three, we find that Michael is in a dilemma because he can't figure out why no one's ever made it to the good place. And so he's kind of probing this uh, and he realizes that no matter what you do, you seem to get negative points. In fact, he says in one episode, he says, man, even buying a tomato is negative points. And so he's kind of solving his own problem. Wow, no one's ever made it to the good place. No one's ever earned enough points, but here's why. No matter what you do, it ends up negative. And here's how, what he said about why that is. I quote from that episode. He says, it's impossible for anyone to be good enough for the good place. These days, just buying a tomato at a grocery store means that you are unwittingly supporting toxic pesticides, exploiting labor, or contributing to global warming. Now, when you hear that, you have to admit, NBC was right on one thing. They nailed relativism and moralism. So Doug over here thinks he's doing a good thing. Halfway around the world, someone's like, Doug, that's a terrible thing. He's trying to get points, they're taking them away. You see, this is why the whole theory of, you know, who can be good enough, it fails everyone in the end because it's a, it's a system of moving goalposts. It's a foundation of shifting sand. It's a shell game. You never know where you stand because you never know who's drawing the line. So moralism, relativism, good workism, Catholicism, these things where you have to kind of do your best and chip in Mormonism, you have to kind of do your part. Man, it, it will crush you in the end. It will never save you. And this is why the only one who can save is the God of biblical Christianity. Here's why. Because in biblical Christianity, there's one standard set by one person. Here's what it is. The standard is perfection. If you don't meet it, you're not in. Well, guess what? No one's met it. We are all under sin. Jew, Gentile, what does verse three say? The rest of mankind, the children of wrath. So what are we to do? Well, God sent himself in the person of Jesus Christ to meet that standard. And Jesus Christ, as God, lived the perfect life, died in our place, the perfect sacrifice, and was raised again by the Father, both in time and space, historically and supernaturally, to prove He was the Son of God. And now all who simply trust Jesus to stand in for them, to be their atoning sacrifice, God considers them righteous because of Christ. And that's true universally, globally, Name your geography, that is true. There's one standard, 
and there's one sacrifice, and all who believe in Jesus will receive the gift of eternal life. To get more content from First Family Church, visit firstfamily.church resources.